0: Hello everyone, welcome to ESPN's Fan Friday Talk Story. Earlier in the week, we had a chat as part of our The Brotherhood radio show. Dallas Correa, the Director of Development at the University of Hawaii Baseball Team. And this is our interview we had as part of The Brotherhood that we're going to be showing to you now here on Fan Friday Talk Story. So joining us here now, formerly the head coach, baseball coach at Hawaii Pacific University. And I want to ask you something about that because we have a little small world connection on that then under new head coach rich hill for university of baseball team now is the director of player development dallas Correa, class of 2011. thanks awesome. for joining us right here thank, thank you i
1: appreciate it thanks for having me
0: now what i like to ask of all our guests especially who are alumnus is class of 2011. tell me a little bit about what dallas Correa was like back then as a junior or a senior roaming running the hills of calai
1: as a junior and senior at St. Louis, I had good memories. First off, we had an excellent class um, with outstanding athletes. So I think our class overall from 2010 to 2011, I think we had over 20 guys in those past two wow. years that went on to play collegiate baseball, collegiate football, or, and be successful in so many other things other than sports as well. So just an outstanding uh, overall class. Uh, for myself, I'd like to think that I was... Uh, one of the guys, one of the brothers, right. you know, and just one of those guys that uh, was able to get along with everybody and, and kind of just be that um, extra sense of comfort for guys. So I was living on my own. I, I had an opportunity to, uh, thankfully, my parents allowed me to uh, come up from the island of Kauai and live uh, on my own here and attend St. Louis, which was a goal of mine since I was young. So I had that opportunity to grow up uh, very quickly from a young age and uh, continue to develop into uh, the young man that we all want to be as St. Louis Crusaders.
0: Wait a minute. You were seven, 16, 17 years old and living on your own?
1: Had the opportunity to do so. Yeah, wow. right, right across the street. Um, you might know, right across the street from uh, the, uh, what do you call that? Right across the street from where? Self-storage. Self-storage.
0: Oh, oh, okay. Self okay. storage yeah, on yeah. Wiley Avenue. So that's where the party so, was
1: every every time. So that's
0: where the <laughs> <no>. <laughs> his dad's in the audience. He didn't know that up until just <laughs> this point right here. He thought everything was fine. Right? No wonder all those credit card bills kept coming up.
1: Yeah. No, no wonder these guys came today because they were all they were all there. Yeah. No, so, it was an excellent excellent time of my life.
0: Now you obviously you actually after college you were a teacher. Right. Even when you were the head coach at HPU, you were a teacher. You were teaching at New Valley Middle School when my kids are going there. Mm-hmm. And what well, you taught math?
1: I taught science. Oh, science! Excuse me. Yeah. So I was a seventh-grade science teacher at New Valley Middle School for three years, uh, and now I'm teaching at Kalani High School as a science teacher there. So I'm still teaching. I no still kidding. I'm enjoying my passion at, at, and thankful for uh, HPU for allowing me to get my masters and, and then continue pursuing that. Uh, so, yeah, I I've definitely am I'm, I'm coaching and teaching. I'm, I'm still doing that same life as I did when I was at HPU.
0: Okay. That's one thing. But at HPU, you were the head coach. Mm-hmm. Now, Division II baseball is still college baseball. You're still recruiting. You're still doing all those things. You're managing your staff, doing the off-season training. How in tarnations were you able to hold a full-time teaching job and still do that as your side gig, which is really a full-time gig in and of itself.
1: I surrounded myself with great people. And I think that is one of the biggest things to do as a head baseball coach, or just as a leader in general. you got to surround yourself with great people, and I had an excellent staff. I Coach Brian Zavlan, uh, he was on my staff. St. Louis grad, Mm. um, continuously there, just constantly uh, backing me up on decisions and whatever we we needed to do. We had Chester Wilson, another St. Louis grad, Uh, that was our hitting coach so yeah you kind of see where my head was when choosing a staff (laughs) Um, but no I I surrounded myself with great people and had that opportunity to uh, have them bring ideas to the table constantly and without them I wouldn't have been able to do it.
2: Now I'm gonna ask you you being a teacher was there a teacher at at St. Louis that
1: inspired you to become a teacher today? There were a few there were a few. Uh, Mr. Kawasaki was my English teacher. Many may remember him. He was an excellent uh, teacher for us and just an excellent communicator. So a lot of the language and the way that I speak I think comes from him Uh, and the ability to kind of hold a conversation comes through his classes that he taught. Uh, Mr. Murakami was an excellent one. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Uh, Mr. Amadova, my goodness. I think we've all had uh, great experiences with him. Uh, along with Mr. Jenkins, so I mean the list just continues going on and on of just great people uh, that have influenced me uh, throughout my life. How long were you at St. Louis? I was at St. Louis as a freshman, so I came in uh, from Kauai in my 8th grade year because you had to go to summer school Correct. Yes. as an 8th grader, uh, and I was playing intermediate football, so at the same time I was summer school and training intermediate football at the time, Um, and I stayed all four years. So what is that one value that you've learned at the Brotherhood that you carry with you each and every day? Uh, By far, relationships is the biggest thing. And I I think as crusaders, you learn um, how important the Brotherhood is. You learn how important it is to have uh, guys that you can lock arms with and go into battle, not only in sports, um, but that can be in any type of activity, whether that's religion, whether that's our retreats that you go to. Uh, it, it just comes full circle on you locking arms with somebody and knowing that, hey, you're my brother, I can trust you, and now we can continue to go to battle and whatever we are going to choose to go forward to in life. I like does you're your staff at HPU, but, you know, it, Coach Brining, Chester. It's the same exact thing. It, it's how are you going to choose people that you can trust? How are you going to choose people that you can uh, voice your opinions off of? Um, and, and how can you continue to move forward um, when there is some sort of adversity that hits you? And I think St. Louis does an incredible job, not I think, I know St. Louis does an incredible job, of teaching you those values as you continue to go throughout your education from freshman year all the way through. You know, first time I met you was at
2: the UH, UH Warrior Volleyball fundraiser for the men's team, and we, we sat down, we talked story, and you guys pretty much came in ground running, going, full blast. And I remember we talked about, oh, I'm looking for, you know, prizes for fundraiser, like I got you, you know, I, and I met up with him. We met up, gave him posters and whatnot, but is that how it was for you guys with like Coach Rich Hill coming here? Is like, guys, we're, we're going to go full, full throttle right now. I hope you guys are ready.
1: Yeah, and, and funny you bring that up. Coach Hill and I, we were just talking this morning about how when he got the job in June, it's like, here we go. F- foot to the, you know, foot on the gas pedal. I am getting ready to be successful today. So what do I need to do right now to be successful and keep this program moving? Uh, When we took the job, like like you mentioned, when we met, we were only at that event not only to support uh, our great national championship volleyball team, uh, which is incredible and, and awesome for them, but we were there to learn how are we gonna run our event and to make our event the best possible that we can make it. So it was us learning, was an opportunity for us to meet people such as yourself and learn oh my goodness there's st louis grad as well holy smokes okay <laughs> let's keep this thing going you know and let's let's learn more about each other and see what we can do but uh that's just what it's been like every single day it's, it's how can i build relationships with the community how can i ingrain myself uh into the university of hawaii and meet different people and how can we give our players the best experience possible uh so we can be successful on and off the field
0: we're talking with Dallas Correa, the University of Baseball Director of Player Development, and under the first year of head coach Rich Hill. I'm always curious, how did like, you, you know, college coaches, did you just simply apply and say, hey, look, there's an opportunity here, or were you contacted by Rich Hill, or how did that kind of get you there? You know, the baseball
1: world, and I know there's a lot of St. Louis guys on here, so the baseball world is very tight. It's a small brotherhood, just like St. Louis is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you have to kind of get your foot in the door and and get outside of yourself and meet people. Uh, and I had that opportunity a, a few years ago when I was a recruiting coordinator for HPU. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I met Coach Hill at a few events that we were doing out in Los Angeles together. Uh, and from the get-go, uh, you know, you always want to work for someone that's very successful, that has done this for a while. But more so, you always want to learn from somebody that has done this for a long time. So we kind of connected uh, right away, hey, what do you do for practice? Say, hey, what are you doing here? Hey, what, what are you looking for in a certain guy? How, how can I be like you mm-hmm. someday? Because that's the end-all be-all. Mm-hmm. you know, And that's the goal for us. And, and that's how we start to make the connection. Over time, I had the opportunity to get a lot of his players to play summer collegiate baseball for me at, with the Marysville Gold Sox. Oh, wow. So we kept that connection going. And, and, and over time, I've got the head job, which he helped me with interview questions oh, wow. for that position and he got his assistant AD to write up a whole bunch of questions that he would give someone and uh, we went through this together and, and it just it just kept going you know we kept ties with each other the same with Mike Gillespie from UC Irvine that's mm-hmm. the same kind of thing uh, was going back and forth so when I kind of heard through the grapevine which we all do who's going to get the position at the University of Hawaii I, uh, I called him and I just said hey Coach, if if there is ever an opportunity for me to continue moving forward and to reach my goals uh, individually, but also to help you reach your goals in the University of Hawaii, um, I'm interested. And it just kind of kept working itself out, and four weeks later, boom, here we go, and let's get started. How was
0: it? How, overall, uh, what's kind of the takeaway of this first season?
1: It's been incredible. for one, it's been a learning curve, not necessarily on the baseball side. It's been a learning curve with how do we ingrain ourselves uh, within the athletic department? How do we go ahead and make sure that we're meeting the right people, uh, which, is, which has been amazing. Uh, Dave Matlin is very involved uh, in everything that we do, uh, and is just an incredible person to bounce ideas off of. And, and he is he's the real deal when it comes to that kind of stuff. Uh, Vince Baltimore, was my AD when I was an assistant at HPU Uh and now he is our assistant AD in charge of baseball. So Mm -hmm. I get to work with him every single day Uh, and he's just been, you know, pedal to the metal on what do you need? What do you need? What do you need? How can we get this done? Uh, And and overall compliance uh, just throughout the entire athletic department. It is really, what do we need to make you guys successful? Uh, And we've been very lucky to have that Uh, this year. I was talking with some of the guys. It's really been about how do we build relationships with our players? How do we build trust, which we did right away in the fall? And then now how do we get these guys to be the best versions of themselves every single day? Mm -hmm. Um, And Coach Hill has that gift Mm -hmm. of relationship building. Uh, Coach Nakama has that gift. Dan Cox has that gift. Uh, You start putting together us five and six and grad assistants who has that gift. It's just it all comes to where, where it ended up. So.
0: And I know you mentioned that maybe the learning curve on the baseball side wasn't as steep, but there has to be some, right? I mean, obviously with the different type of way of recruiting and your budget, um, the talent you're now engaging with, w- was there some kind of a aha moment in terms of from D2 to D1 on the baseball side that kind of hit you like, this is a different? You know, I think when
1: you, when you play in the Big West, uh, for one, that stands out. That is an eye-opener experience. Um, and then you get teams, which we're going to be having constantly come in here for non-conference. You get teams like Washington State to open up with the Pac-12. You get teams like Vanderbilt. You get teams like Rutgers, who won the Big Ten. Uh, you get all these guys that come in here, uh, and they show you kind of what the framework is and what it's supposed to look like. You know. And, and I think that was important for us. Uh, And Coach Hill, Coach Trapp, Mike Trapasso did an excellent job at scheduling that for us. Um, And just showing us the framework. So that was eye-opening for one. Uh, But I think when it really gets down to it, it's all about relationships. It's all about who do you know. It's all about how can I get this guy to believe that the University of Hawaii is going to be a special place for him and his family uh, and his total student-athlete experience. How can we get that done? Uh, So that doesn't change, right? The the eye-opening piece is, well, this guy's going to be in the big league someday mm, mm. you know and i think and now we get to work with this kid and, and that's just uh, a blessing and an opportunity for us other than chester wilson who is your favorite baseball player other than chester <laughs> wilson chester wilson is up there for sure uh no uh, benny agbayani and w- w- is, why is that i mean other than the st louis connection what does he and the hpu and connection. the hpu connection, and the, connection, yeah. yeah you know both of those for one I, I think that's great but i think before i even knew about that I would go to Benny Agbayani's free clinics that he had oh, okay. uh, at Corp Field. I don't know if anybody remembers that back in the day, mm-hmm. Benny would do this free clinic. Um, I think every year, and we would fly up from Kauai. I was Lucky enough that my parents would fly me from Kauai to go and attend this this wow. clinic. Um, thank you, Dad. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, thank you, yep, Dad, yep. Uh, <laughs> and Mom, and and family. Um, but they. Gave us that opportunity. A- and it was my first kind of chance to really start learning the game. Um, and when I was really interested in it at that age, and, and it just kept growing. So every time I saw Benny, uh, I was like, oh my goodness, Benny Agbayani. It's my favorite baseball player. <laughs> so and to this day, I still tell him that. So now, you know, with, with all these camps happening around, you know, for the
2: kids and the up and coming um, players, do you feel that's an advantage to their game nowadays as opposed
1: to, you know, back in the day, there weren't all these camps around the nation happening? all year long it goes back to opportunity it's an opportunity for them to increase their skills it's an opportunity for them to learn from great coaching uh which now you look back you look into hawaii and like the baseball world of hawaii there's just so much knowledge that uh even when i was growing up i didn't have uh there's so many guys that have been successful that have gone off to college that are now successful that are giving back so i think there's opportunity now uh, for a lot of these kids to really take advantage of it. When you look at camps, showcases, and the whole thing, it's an opportunity for them to be selective uh, and to get with the right person and to continue moving forward. What's your recruiting pitch? When you're recruiting at HPU, what's your recruiting pitch?
2: To talk to? They go to the mainland, They're like they I want you to come Hawaii play for me. What's your recruiting pitch? What do, you,
1: what do you sell them on? It's an opportunity for you to mature. It's an opportunity for you to grow up. Uh, it's a chance for you to have the best four-year experience both as a student, as an athlete, and as a young man, so that when you leave our program, you're gonna be a better young man than when you come back. And that's the same thing that we say here at the University of Hawaii. You're giving your son to us so that we can make him into the man that he's gonna become. Uh, and it's an opportunity for you to not only be the best possible baseball player that you can be, but the best possible student, the best possible person, and continue to mature and grow uh, as an adult. Is it true, rumor has it, that you taught Marcus Mariota how to throw football? The rumor is true. It we, is true. No, it's not true. no. no. a classmate they, of yours, right? No, he is my classmate, and he's an excellent young man, uh, and just an excellent resource. And, and the great thing about him is that what you see is exactly what you get. That character, that maturity, uh, the soft spokenness—that's ex- exactly who he is. I agree.
0: Speaking of camps, you guys at the University of Hawaii are running a series of camps uh, this summer. Where are you at? I know you guys have had some. There's some coming up.
1: We are right in the middle of it. So we're just finishing the first session, which was first four weeks. Uh, right now it's a youth camp. Uh, it goes every Monday through Thursday uh, from 9 to 3 p.m. Uh, and it's from kindergarten to eighth grade, no incoming high school freshmen. Mm. So it's an opportunity for these kids to come out and work with some of their favorite University of Hawaii baseball players. Ty Atkins, uh, Trevor Ichimura, uh, Tyler Dieball, Cole Cabrera, all of these big names that these kids get to watch, and their eyes open up when they see them on the field, it's the same exact guys that they're going to be working with every single day, uh, and it's been a blast. I mean, we're sunburned, we're, 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 <laughs> we're having a great time on the field with them, uh, an opportunity for just increase their skills, hitting, fielding, uh, defensively, the whole deal. So it's been a great opportunity for us.
0: I know you can just go to the Hawaii Athletics webpage, click on Camps button, and go to the baseball, and you can see all the schedule, and you can register for the next upcoming series, which is going to be coming up. Okay, final question for you, Coach, because uh, Dallas Correa joining us, a class of 2011, by the way, from St. Louis School, but Director of Player Development at the University of Hawaii Baseball Program. What is your favorite baseball play? Now... I bring this up because I I don't say I'm a baseball guy, so you are obviously a baseball guy, but some people say, oh, that walk-off home run, that's the best play to watch, you know, as a spectator. What is your favorite baseball play?
1: Well, growing up as a catcher, catching in college, working with the catchers here, uh, my favorite play is when our catchers throw somebody out at second base. That is the most exciting play for me, a strike him out throw them out play, uh, an opportunity for us to get out of an inning, an opportunity for us, if our catchers are listening, to keep the guy off second base, <laughs> right. right. which we stress every single day. Uh, and it's just one of those plays that fires me up. And when you look across the dugout and you see the coaches go like this, and I'm like, yeah, you know, that's <laughs> that's what we worked on, you know. So, you know, it, it, that's my favorite play.
0: Can I share you mine? Because of it course. is catcher-related. Mm-hmm. Catcher is always my favorite position because I always like to wear Not that I, was, I played it, but I just like wearing the gear. It was cool. But to me, the best play is runner on second, right? Hit into the outfield, with, and there's like maybe one out, right? Or two outs, two outs, better. Hit into the outfield. Runner is being sent home, coming around third. The throw, whether it be center or right field, coming in to the catcher, and the play at the plate, and you tag them out and that's the usually if that's a third out that's the best to me that is the best most exciting
1: i love play it to watch. exactly i love that place i can too.
0: picture dallas car right yes. there blocking the plate boom and knocking them out <laughs>
1: i yeah. hope so yeah right uh, <laughs> I and mean, if go hey. after well, sorry
2: about that <laughs>
0: <laughs> coach i want to appreciate you taking some time uh, coming to the st louis alumni clubhouse continued success at the baseball program have fun at camp wear the sunscreen and thanks for coming on
1: thank you guys so much